Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hi, it's Jess Fisher. You're listening to episode three of Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, the educator's version, where we explore some of the science featured in the story. Keep listening to the end of this episode to hear me and Nate Dufort talk about what else? Dogs with author, naturalist, journalist, and dog expert, Mark Durr. Talk to you soon. Chapter 3. Cargo. The dog took off into the forest with the regulators chasing it. I grabbed the last tomato and ran back to the river. Oh boy, that looks rough. Just go with me. I dove in, and the current swept me away. river took me where it wanted, into the forest, deeper and deeper, until it finally spit me out onto a rocky shore. (coughs) I couldn't hear or see the regulators. I was lost, but I wasn't alone. Daylight was fading as I climbed across an old broken bridge and wandered into an ancient village with more ruins than I had ever seen. Whoa, look at the size of those houses. These weren't like the tiny huts in my village, but huge rotting homes with hundreds of windows and numbers on the doors. Who lived here? Hey, Iowa. You've waited your whole life to meet an animal. Uh, Hello? Uh, Um, dog? That's it. Come out and and say hi. I I promise I won't hurt you. If if you won't hurt me. My name is Iowa. You're a dog, right? Okay, okay. I'm backing up. See? This, um, home is very beautiful. Do you live here? I'm just going to sit here on the floor, okay? Yeah, okay. Here I go. Sitting very slowly. Oh, you see my foot? I was born that way. I'm not too fast on land, but you should see me in water. What do you smell? 
I'm guessing he smells yours truly. <gasps> You're that girl from my bedroom. Arizona. You've got away with that dog, huh? Me? No, I've, I've never seen one before. You and me both. But he practically bit off my finger when I tried to get close. I, I don't understand. Where did he come from? I mean, everyone thinks they're all gone. Guess everyone was wrong. But you gotta get that pup out of here, fast, or our furry friend will be the last of its kind. Me? Why me? Because you're the one who can get him one step closer to where he needs to go. Where's that? Where else? The only place left. Haven. Haven? It's real? Of course Haven's real. It's where all the animals left in the world live together, in harmony. The last hope of what used to be. What used to be? What's it like? Don't know. Never seen it. Each of us only goes as far as the next agent, and that's you. Me? I I'm not. I I'm not an agent. I... I'm just Iowa. Well, just Iowa, I hereby deputize you as an agent of the animals. Agent of the animals? Was that what my mom was? You said she taught you the song. Before the regulators took her and, and my dad. Seven years ago. Sorry to hear that, but your cargo here is counting on you. My cargo? You might want to stop repeating everything I say and figure out a plan, because we've got company. <gasps> the regulators, they found us. I'm on it. Good luck, kid. I don't want to say the future depends on you, so I'll just say, don't get caught. Wait, Arizona. Follow the verse. C come back. We've got to keep quiet and stay hidden or they'll get us too. Shh! Quiet! Where's the other girl? And the dog? Please? He must be around here somewhere. Shh! Good dog. Bring the agent Whistler for questioning. She won't talk. They never do. Further now, go! Everybody! Arizona sacrificed herself. For me. For us. I need to get you to Aunt Callie. I, I can tell her about the song. Maybe she understands those words. What was shunned? What? Come on! Follow me. You've got four good legs, don't you? We don't have time for this. How, how am I going to get you to? Hey, do you like tomatoes? It's a little squished. I'll tell you what. If you come with me, I'll give you some when we're safe. Shh. Okay, okay. Here's a chunk now. But don't eat the whole thing. Hey, I said don't eat the whole thing. That's supposed to be for my aunt's birthday. Ugh. You want more? <coughs> then follow me. <coughs> That's what I thought. Let's move. In the dark, we found our way out of the forest. The dog was afraid of the water, so we took the long way around. It was almost morning when we got back to the hut. You stay outside until I talk to Aunt Callie, okay? <coughs> you really need to learn <coughs> some manners, you know that? Stay right there. Fine, here's more tomato. Aunt Callie? Aunt Callie? Iowa, you've been gone all night? 
I'm sorry, I went to the garden with the skull I found, but the regulators caught me. The regs are after you? No, not me. I mean, yes. I mean, I escaped. What I'm trying to... Forget it. Just look. Come on in. Come on. Come on, I said. I don't see anything. (sighs) Okay. More tomato if you come in here. Iowa. I know. The books say it's called a dog. A dog? I can't believe it's really here in this house. Look at you. Fur the color of the sun. It's okay, dog. She's my mom's sister. Dog. They're after him, Aunt Callie. Be nice. Aunt Callie? You okay? Yes, yes, of course. I just never thought the day would come. Uh, follow me. Where? We need to keep the dog safe. In my bedroom. Uh, here, help me. Help me move the bed. The door in the floor. Do you remember, little one? How I found you there? Dad. Taking the animals to Haven. Haven? The, the tunnel. You first. I'll help you get the dog down the ladder. It's okay, dog. I got you. Aunt Callie? Can you light the torch? Just a moment. Easy. You're safe. That's right. Nothing to be afraid of. Now we're all inside. Quiet! This is enough! You're growling at shadows! He's not growling at shadows, Iowa. He's growling at me. Regulators! On Callie! Run! Muzzle the beast! Put it in the cage. Yes, no! Let him go! Get it! Stop! Get it off him! Not so ferocious now, are you? Excellent work, Callista. I wasn't sure you had the stomach for it. I told you I could deliver the dog. What? What are you talking about? Stay out of this, Iowa. What's happening? Aunt Callie! So cute. She still thinks you're her auntie. What? But, but... Well, you might as well tell her how we got down here, Callista. No. He's right. I'm not your aunt. But you came to find me after they took mom and dad away. Callie here was the informant who tipped us off about your parents in the first place. But why? Why? Because I was tired of living off scraps, struggling to survive. So when I stumbled upon your mother in this safe house, I knew what it meant. Animals. Money. You pretended to be my aunt for money? Oh, don't be hard on her. Animals, those few remaining, are very precious, Iowa. And this tunnel offers opportunity. No. I thought I'd be rich. All I found were mice, vermin, and you. All this time. Seven years. Waiting for a day like today. 
and he told me what you'd found in the forest? Uh, you knew I had the dog. And you acted surprised so you could trap me down here with them. How could you? Was none of this real? Just get out of here, Iowa. Go find Gideon. Oh, sorry, but the agent stays with me. Hold on, you said you wanted the dog. I brought it to you, so let the girl go and give me my money. I have unfinished business with these agents. Take her away. Let me go! I... What should we do with her? I want my pain. Toss her in the ring. I, I said on, I... Hey! Stop struggling. Let's go. No! No! no. As the door. Come on, man. No! Stop struggling. Sorry, Iowa. That must have been terribly disappointing for you. Now, let's talk about this dog. You want to talk? Then I'll make you a deal. <laughs> You're hardly in a position to negotiate. And yet, I have something you want. I already have the dog. Yes, but, but, but why settle for one dog when you can have all the animals left in the world? <laughs> Zebras and, and lions? And eagles, and elephants, and... What are you talking about? Haven. I can bring you there. You've seen it. I know it exists. And I know how to get there. The existence of Haven is the most carefully guarded secret in this world. I have watched countless agents die rather than tell me its whereabouts. See, that's the thing. I kind of like living. So how do we find it? We don't. He will. You just have to follow. The animals know the way. The animals know. Sir, why are you letting the creature out of the cage? The beast knows the way. Give the girl a torch and follow them down the tunnel. Come on, dog. Down the tunnel to Haven. That's it. I'll get the rest of the tomato if you keep walking. There you go. As the dog and I led Whistler and his regs through the tunnel, I wondered how long I could keep this up. How long could I actually convince him I knew where I was going? I could never outrun them. I could never- ah! I walked right into the answer. A thick rope dangling down from the top of the tunnel. Hold on. Why are you stopping? What is that? And if someone comes to find you, someone who's not me or your mom, you walk down the tunnel and pull the rope. You pull the rope, and then you run as fast as you can. What are you doing? Dog, run! No! No! Grab her! As they charged me, I pulled the rope as hard as I could. And a little dirt trickled down. <laughs> well, that was fun. Wait. What's that? Cave it. Welcome to Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, the educator's version, where we dig into the actual science behind the episodes of Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog. I'm Nate Dufort, who some of you may know from the shows Unspookable and Reach, a space podcast for kids. And with me, as always, from Gen Z Media and Six Minutes Rewind is Jessica Fisher. Hey, Jess. Hey, Nate. Whew, that was a cliffhanger. <laughs> that was a huge episode. <laughs> so let's recap what happened. Okay. In episode three, Cargo, 
Iowa and the dog help each other escape from the regulators and hide together in an abandoned house on the outskirts of the Forbidden Forest. Iowa brings the dog back home to Aunt Callie, but when Callie leads them into a hidden tunnel, Iowa realizes Callie is working with the regulators. What? Remembering her father's words, Iowa pulls a rope and brings the tunnel crashing down on them. Whoa, so much happened. Heart-wrenching. I know. (laughs) Well, today we are joined by author, naturalist, and journalist Mark Durr, who has written numerous books, including How the Dog Became the Dog, From Wolves to Our Best Friends, and A Dog's History of America, and whose work has appeared in The Atlantic Monthly, The Wall Street Journal, The Smithsonian, and The New York Times. Mark, thank you so much for joining us here today. Always a pleasure to talk about dogs. Can you give us an overview on the evolutionary timeline of dogs? I think our listeners may be just as curious as I am uh, in learning where dogs came from. Dogs came from gray wolves. They originated some, you can take your pick, really, 16,000 years ago, 30, 40, 50, up all the way up to 110,000 years ago. The focus seems to be now on the period of about 30 to 40,000 years ago which would have put us in the last glaciation of the most recent ice age. For a long time, was believed that the dog originated somewhere in the Middle East, maybe Southeast Asia. But recent evidence seems to indicate that Siberia was involved. There There were certainly pockets of people surviving during the ice age, during the brutality of the ice age. There, it appears, at some point, early humans hooked up with wolves. At some point, these wolves and humans found a common cause in the hunt and protection of the food once they'd hunted. And then the gray wolf eventually became what we know as the dog? There have been people who believe that wolf, the gray wolf gave birth to, to the dog. And they base it on, in part on the society of the gray wolf. That is, they're, they're a pack-living animal, as are humans. They pass on the culture of the pack, as do humans. And they, they defend each other. They protect each other. They hunt cooperatively. And they will return to the same place time after time. It's pretty amazing when you think about it, that there's a, there's a species of animal that's non-human but it's very much like us, or we are very much like it. There are some ethologists who believe that humans probably learned more from wolves than the other way around. How is the social and physical evolution of dogs influenced by their relationship with humans? Well, that's a good question. If you look at personalities of, of canid wolves, dogs, even coyotes to a degree, and jackals, some jackals, you find a continuum of sociability. Some will be friendly toward humans. Others will be more more shy and, and fearful. Obviously, the, the sorting that occurs when wolves initially begin to take up with humans is that toward the sociable. Those who, can, who are bold enough to investigate this, this other being in their presence and approach them for food and, and attention and all kinds of other uh, and go on, on hunts with them to serve as companions. They breed together and stay the, or raise near the humans. 
and in that way, their their proclivity to be uh, friendly is reinforced. Uh, as long, but the key thing is they have to approach you. Why are dogs such good companions for humans, and vice versa? Well, let's start out by by saying that said there are about a billion dogs in the world. I think they're they're such good companions precisely because their their social structures are so similar. They can understand each other at levels that are not verbal. The dogs are a great help to humans, tremendous help. They think about when when the ice age when the ice broke up at the end of the ice age, humans took off. They just went everywhere, all over the world. And they had dogs with them. Dogs were the only thing they had with them in terms of other animals for a long time. We know that because the New World had dogs. So we have this these animals who who are useful in terms of helping us move because they'll carry their own weight and more in, in terms of camp goods, which greatly extends the, the range of the people employing them. They they help on the hunt, which greatly increases the, the yield that hunters take, and they guard the camp. None of those things can be overestimated. If, that, if you live out in the world, as it were, in, in nature, you need all the help you can get. I have learned so much today, Mark. Uh, I can't thank you enough for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Have you seen that meme that has, like, a really silly picture of, like, a rat terrier or a pug, and it's like, how was this once a gray wolf? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny to think about, but I, I do like I what it's one something that stuck with me is um their proclivity to be friendly is reinforced by like the food and and the confidence. And I thought that was really interesting. 100%. I only wish we could include my entire conversation with mm-hmm. Mark because he was saying, you know, wolves, because they have to hunt at short range, are always looking for better hunters than they are. With humans, obviously, who can hunt with spears, it ups their success ratio for getting food. And he says for some of the wolves that have been released into uh, some of the parks in America, they are now partnering with bears for hunting it blew me away oh a bear and a wolf are best friends <laughs> are hanging out i know i know and then my other big takeaway from this is there's a billion dogs in the world and yet i have none me too i have a cat <laughs> <laughs> right Right. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, We'd like to thank again author Mark Durr for his expertise on the history of dogs and their relationship to humans. There are so many great resources to learn more about dogs. We put some of our favorites in the links for this episode's show notes. For more great stories, visit gzmshows.com. It's starting. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. 